Welcome, everyone, to a new episode of The Tap. I'm your host, author Andrew Hess, and today we have the NXT 2.0 recap. Uh, last night's show was a bit hit and miss. And I say it because there was a lot of great wrestling action. I feel like NXT is finally getting back to where they need to be, where the focus is a lot more on the wrestling and telling the stories through the wrestling match and pre-post match than doing 50 million promos. However, they are still doing too many promos, in my opinion. Um, I mean, <clears throat> just to kind of one, two, three, four... Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen promos last night between video packages and promos, eighteen of them last night. And we only had one. Two, three, four, five, six, seven matches. So seven matches, 18 video package and promos. That's a lot to jam into two hours. And you actually had good quality matches. So for me, that really doesn't sit with a, a good balance you want to have a pre uh, a pre-match promo or post-match promo that's fine you want to hype up something for next week that's fine but i feel like some of this was just unnecessary um tiffany and i'm gonna just kind of go through a lot of these really really quick um Tiffany Stratton's video promo. I, I didn't really find it necessary. Um, unless like you were going to have something happen during this video where she was getting her nails done to either further the storyline between her and Wendy Chu or to start setting something up new. We get who's Tiffany Stratton is. We, we understand that she's materialistic you know, thinks she knows everything, thinks she's better than everyone. Uh, very vain woman who's a, an incredible athlete. We don't need another video package or video promo of her getting her nails done and her treating the people at the nail salon like garbage to know this. We've seen it enough. Um... Joe Gacy's promo, I, I've it was just so out of nowhere and so just I I honestly I watched it twice and still have no clue what the heck it was about. Um Mellow and Tricks video, 
I get it. They wanted to celebrate the title win and everything. I kind of get that chase use video about them going to London. Again, doesn't really make a whole lot of sense unless you're packaging it up somehow, like make it where it's like they were part of, they wound up finding NXT UK and deciding to go for a show and then set up something to cross between the two brands. Then it would be you know, different. Um, Axiom video. I get it. They're trying to repackage. Um, for those who don't know, this is a kid coming back. He's being repackaged as Axiom. Um, and they're going to be debuting him next week. I understand that. Um, then you kind of get to promos that are a bit understandable. The D'Angelo family promo that we had was right before their match, trying to tell the Legato family to stay in line, do as you're told. Um, and then you have Tony D and Sachs with Legato at ringside, getting the win over Inafe and Blade. It was a good match. It wasn't it wasn't stellar, but it was a good match. Um, a Lash Legend promo, uh, talking trash about Indy Hartwell right before their match. Okay, again, I understand that. It's a pre-match promo. Even if it's backstage, it's a pre-match promo. Um, Indy Hartwell actually gets the win over Lash Legend because Alba Fire makes her return and distracts Lash Legend long enough for... Uh, for Indy Hartwell to capitalize on it. I will say it was unfortunate for Indy Hartwell that she tried to hit a springboard move and slipped and fell when she was jumping up to the top rope. Um, didn't get her foot placement in. Yes, it was a botch, but I will commend her for the recovery because uh, she landed very awkwardly. Lash Legend tries to make the cover, and as she tries to make the cover, you had uh, Indy Hartwell reverse it into a weird pinning predicament and scores the win that way. I actually, I thought it worked well for what happened. Uh, Von Wagner and Sola Sokoa both had uh, promos one after the other, uh, hyping up their match. Von Wagner and Solo uh, really just went toe to toe. They, it was a banger of a contest. Uh, ending in a double countout, and then this aired into two more segments following the match as they continued to brawl backstage, and then the additional segment a little bit later on um, was when he uh, Solo Sokoa grabs Stone and throws him into the dumpster. Duke Hudson and Senga had a promo backstage uh, leading to their match. Sanga gets the win over Duke Hudson. I will applaud Duke Hudson's ingenuity in the match because Sanga is a very hairy dude. And Duke Hudson sat there and to make it hurt for Sanga was sitting there and pulling the chest hair out of him while like, doing uh, grapples. It was, it was actually a smart wrestling move. Um, Briggs and Jensen had a video where they were celebrating winning the NXT UK championship, uh, tag championships. Uh, 
and pretty uh, pretty deadly showed up. This is to set up the match for now next week, where the NXT UK tie team titles will be defended on NXT 2.0. So it should be interesting. Uh, Grayson Waller cut a promo and he's blaming Wes Lee for his uh, North American title loss. Again, this is continuing their story, you know, continuing a storyline to for those two to get involved. Um, Roderick Strong and uh, and Damon had a promo, and this is to set up a match, a one-on-one match between them uh, within the Diamond Mine for next week. Um, so again, it's like I understand these things. Cameron Grimes came out to cut a promo. Um, feeling sorry for himself for his loss last week uh, over the uh, NXT World Championship. Um, JD McDonough came out and the two of them ended up getting into a, a brief scuffle. So it looks like they were going to have a one on one match between JD McDonough and Cameron Grimes next week. Um, then you had, I'm going to save the other pieces of the promos uh, for, for that segment, but basically um, a few promos regarding the NXT Women's Championship, which we're going to get to in just a minute. Uh, your first bout was actually Giovanni Vici getting the win over Apollo Crews. Um my only criticism for this match was I hated the last camera shot that they do as part of Giovanni Vici's uh, entrance because he shows up right behind Wade Barrett and Vic Joseph and they go to take the shot and you can tell that Vic Joseph and uh, Wade Barrett were already aware of this. We're like standing there staged and like, posing so bad and it took like forever for the camera shots to like finally take the picture that they do uh zion quinn does get involved at the end of the match continuing the feud now between zion quinn and apollo cruz um giovanni vici getting the win uh the only other match that we did not cover so far other than the women's uh, championship match was Tatum Paxley getting a win over Caden Carter and what I thought was actually a pretty good match. Um, for P- Tatum Paxley being relatively unknown in the NXT universe, um, I feel like that that was actually pretty good. I, I, I'm not going to lie. Um, and then we have the, uh, the NXT Women's Championship. And this is where there were several promos after this. So in the very beginning, uh, as the show opens, you uh, pan onto Roxanne being attacked, uh, had been attacked in the parking lot. Cora Jade calling for help and trying to get her partner help. Uh, she gets rushed to the back. And there's a couple segments also of them um, trying to go and show those who are, uh, you know, like, her receiving medical attention. Cora Jade cuts a promo. Toxic Attraction cuts a promo. Nikita Lyons cuts a promo saying that she had nothing to do with it, but if there needs to be a replacement, she'll be glad to gear up and head out to the ring. 
Toxic Attraction does come out to the ring for the main event match, cutting another promo, which brought out Cora Jade, who was going to take over for her partner. And then out comes Roxanne. Roxanne is injured, but she is going to still challenge for the NXT Women's Championship and came close to winning it. Um, She actually, at the very end of the match, was able to dispose of JC Jane and Gigi Dolan and had Mandy Rose out cold on the outside. Uh, She struggles to get Mandy Rose back inside the ring, and right as she's getting in, JC Jane's distracting the ref. And Cora Jade hits her own tag team partner on purpose with the NXT Women's Tag Team Championship, letting uh, Mandy Rose hit her pump knee uh, to get the win. Afterwards, Cora Jade comes into the ring, takes her skateboard, which this thing was so messed up, apparently, in, in uh, in trying to make it a prop. Uh, it just like fell apart the minute she started to swing it. Um, it fell into like three pieces right as she began to swing. And then she beats uh, her own tag team partner with the skateboard or the pieces of the skateboard, yelling that she brought her here. She made her. And this kind of poses a, an interesting question now to what's going to happen because they're tag team partners. They're both the NXT women's tag team champions. They just won the belts last week. And it's one of those, is it a smart move for this to have happened? Is it smart for them to have put the tag team titles on them and now have this dissension and the heel turn from Cora Jade? And if so, what are they going to do now with these tag team titles? Uh, I really don't know. I think this is a good way, in my opinion, to get people to tune in next week to find out what happens. Because I'm one of those people who is, okay, I want to see what's going to happen now. They're tag team partners. They're tag team champions. Are they going to still somehow continue to be tag team champions? Are they going to be forced to still defend the titles together even though they're not going to get along are they going to battle each other and one person comes out as both tag team champions and gets to choose a new partner like i don't know what they're going to do with it but i'm looking forward to seeing what happens um final note not related to nxt um i'm not going to do a separate show just for this because it's very brief and mentioning uh, I wanted to cover it since I was speaking of tag teams. Um, the report going around right now is that there are claims that Santana and Ortiz are not getting along. Uh, supposedly there was an interview. Uh, someone caught up with Conan, who is very close with Santana and Ortiz, and asked him like, what's going on because they haven't really been tagging with each other. Um, when you do see them in the ring, there's on clear opposite sides of the ring from each other. Um, you had them taking independent bookings separately, not as a tag team. Uh, and when they, when they asked Conan what's going on, he said they're, they're just not talking right now. So more to come on that story uh, as it develops. And we're going to continue to find out what happens there. 
We'll report it out to you when we hear anything. Um, we have AEW Dynamite coming on tonight. I am looking forward to this. This is their Fighter Fest. So there's going to be a lot of big action coming your way. Um, I do know that we have at least, uh, I think it's two or three championship matches on tonight as well. So we are going to see what happens. Um, tune in tomorrow to, for our AEW Dynamite coverage. We'll keep you up to date if there's any late breaking news. But until next time, I am author Andrew Hess, and this has been The Tap.